Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. The only love my heart approaches. Your tender eyes fill mine with roses. I drink your wine and never will my heart dry inside. What song is that? That's Janelle Monet. You got to Google it. No, I didn't. I've been listening to that album like crazy lately. It just decided to um, present itself to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, That's I Googled fine. it. I Googled it. Fine. <laughs> but at least I was right. Shout out to Google. <laughs> um. Oh, hello, niggas, friends, others. Uh, welcome to another episode of the program. Mm-hmm. I'm Cindy Mayweather. Yeah, I'm really mad at you because I was actually going to be Janelle Monet this week because of the art of pleasure. The age. The age. Oh, uh, my God. Bless you. I'm done. Uh, thank you, Janelle. Woo! What a talent you are. My God. Pleasure. I love it. I'm looking at a thousand I love it. She hasn't disappointed me. Ever. With a body of music yet. Not ever. Like, I just... I, I adore Janelle Monet. I've always been such a fan, like, from the beginning. And to see the way this person, like, every time Janelle describes themselves as a free-ass motherfucker, I'm just like, yes. Literally that. Mm. That is, I look at Janelle as like, this is a person who is fully stepping into themselves. And if you like it, great. If you don't, you can kick rocks. And that's fine, too. Like, just, but just fully devoted to the expression of themselves and that's something I'm really like. That's a goal of mine, a real one, and so I'm I'm constantly inspired and in awe of you. Woo! Woo. Yeah, you better do your thing. This is like the first album that feels like uh, kind of a bit of a departure from more of the like sci-fi. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Funk, soul, pop vibes. Um, but it also feels very, very, very Janelle Monet. Yeah, I feel and like like just it it's like really great into yeah. the that she's in. Right. It's beautiful to see this liberated black woman, black person, black being. Right. In all of their forms. Mm-hmm. Uh, just being sexy. A thousand versions. Um, a thousand versions of me. And we all find as fuck. Well, I'm trying. <laughs> Personally, over here. All your versions are fun as fuck. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure why people expected 
the same sound we've heard before. Like, I mean, the album is called The Age of Pleasure. I don't know if y'all heard Lipstick Lover. Were people like, like, yeah, I, I definitely saw some, oh, this is so different from her other stuff or their other stuff. And it's like, um, uh, yes. But even Float. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. And Float, which I, I don't know why I didn't hear Float as much as I had. Well, yes, I do. Because the Dykes took Lipstick Lover and absolutely wore it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, abs- I mean. And the video is gorgeous as so well. So gay, so beautiful. And yeah, just a lot going on. But like from the singles and the artwork, like titties are included in the artwork. I'm just not sure why y'all thought this was going to be, you know, Cindy Mayweather, Electric Lady all over again. Like it's okay for a person to evolve. And, you know, you like the music or you don't, but... I just really love to see a person living exactly the way they want to live. This nigga said, I got a, a nigga in Atlanta and a girl in California and pay for them both. I said. <laughs> if only. Also, Wonderland's music has been like not like any one thing. One thing <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like mm-hmm. Janelle threw Wonderland outside of just their own projects. Yeah. Has given you like all kinds of vibes. Right. right. And it's also titled The Age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so right. like even the title sig- like signifies <laughs> this is an era. A different era than what you're used to. <laughs> and this era is about pleasure. Yes. And look at these tits. <laughs> right. And like, what do you, do you need Janelle Monae to make an album like she has before for you to know that the world is trash and everything is garbage? Like, I think, I think we know, you know, I, I think the message of like, especially black queer people leaning into pleasure and what feels good out of this life while you fucking can, because life is going to make sure you experience the shit parts. So while oh you can... Goodness. Grab hold to the stuff that makes you feel good, makes you feel free, makes you feel whole. Because life is going to make sure you get the trash. So, you know, take the treasure. And I just love it. Left turn. So, to that point, have you heard of Nightbird? No. What is that? Okay, Nightbird um, is... uh, She was a singer named Jane. Oh, yes. Who performed... She had, like, a pretty um, cool and decent career as a singer, but I think probably the height of it was her audition and performance on America's Got Talent. Okay. um, Where she talked about uh, basically uh, being diagnosed with cancer and living with that and um, performed an original song called It's Okay. Anyway, tearjerker, one of those types of things, right? I just discovered her today. Mm. I think America's Got Talent is on again. And my YouTube algorithm is like, here, girl, <laughs> look at these <laughs> clips of, of the latest AGT. Yeah. And of course, I click on a few of them because a few of them have people that's like, oh, this is going to make me cry and probably also be like a really talented person that's like six or whatever. So yeah. <laughs> I watched um, this, an audition from a choir from South Africa. I can't remember their name right now. Please forgive me. Um, but they were excellent and they did a tribute to this girl, Nightbird. But anyway, I bring her up because one of the things she said in her audition that kind of stuck with me and made me cry was 
I'm going to fuck up a quote. She said something to the effect of you can't wait for... You can't wait for everything in your life to be perfect for you to be happy. I'm going to look up the quote. To be... Well, that's she true. said, you can't wait until life isn't hard anymore before you decide to be happy. Oh, yes. That's really it. Because life is always going to be hard. Gagged Simon Cowell to her tippy toes. <laughs> because it was up there, gorgeous, beautiful performance. But before she even sang, she's like, you know, oh, you know, I've been living with cancer very casually talking right. about, you know, how... You know, she was told she has a two percent chance of survival or something like that. She's mm-hmm. like, two percent is not zero percent. Like, just like, like brightest. I love that. Like, oh, anyways, man. that one quote: "You can't wait until life isn't hard anymore before you decide to be happy." Took me down today. I know it did. Oh, I know it did. <laughs> wow. And w- what you just said a second ago kind of reminded me. A yeah. I see that. In terms of what we're talking about with Janelle and, like, being a queer Black person that, like, is kind of born with all of these boundaries Mm. around you. Oh, yeah. Like, like this electrified thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And as time has gone on with our own fights and fights outside and other electrified fences, like, maybe the power's off now. And so some of us are like, oh, girl, I can, I guess I can just leave. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And not even like, not even on like a closet type tip. Like I'm looking at a girl over at the the, um, cage next to me like, hey, girl, you gave me too, girl. (laughs) All right, I'm comfy. Like. To, like, live out loud and come out of that little enclosed area and be like, bitch, I have every right to be here, too. And be as loud as you Mm -hmm. and be as proud as you and make out with a nigga like you. Make out with a bitch like you. Get butt neck just like you. (laughs) Get my car jacked like you. I don't know where I'm going with this. Um, But. It was starting to turn into Nan, nigga. (laughs) Yeah, it really was getting into, like, Miami based. (laughs) The point is, like, yes, I agree. Yeah, that's beautiful. And I am I love that energy. I'm really, I, I'm feeling very, like, woo-woo lately. That French shit is really rubbing off on me. And so I just feel like all of these it conversations will. are happening deliberately. Like, none of this is random. And, you know, this is, I'm, 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 I'm happy for pleasure vibes to be in the air. It's fucking pride. Be gay. Do crazy, fun, wild things and be free. My cards have been getting me together. <laughs> oh, your tarot? Girl. That's a, that's a subject for another story. Yes, okay. Because my reading today... Oh, did it, did it, did it, did it illuminate? This started as like, oh, let, you know, let this be like a new fun way for me to expand my way of thinking mm-hmm. or just think outside of the box and just have a good time with all kinds of stuff. And now I'm like, am I Hermione Granger? <laughs> yeah, um... Do I have a natural gift for divination? 
because I mean, you know, we are all we are all um, part of God's energy. So sure you do. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. And in that respect, maybe the reason why my mind is always going a million miles a minute, chaos county. Mm. I hate everything. I feel think too much. It's because I'm a wizard, Harry. Oh, that is where that was going. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't know. I'm just like, the cards are getting me together. That's not the point. All right. So, okay, well, right. do you have something you want to say about how you're feeling? And I think we just, I think I just did that. So, that's how I'm feeling. Oh, yeah, what about you? How are you feeling? I feel like I did that too. Okay. I mean, I I did too. But just in case you know, you wanted to add a little razzle-dazzle or some details you left out. But otherwise. Sure. Don't. Black excellence this week. <laughs> Is going to a 14-year-old by the name of Preston Mutanga. He's a high school student and a very gifted animator. And if you've seen the latest Spider-Man film, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, well, then guess what? Surprise, you've seen his work. Earlier this year, Preston shared a shot-by-shot rendition of the trailer, the original trailer for the Spider-Verse sequel movie. Oh my God, look how cute this is. Ah! In Lego form. Oh my God, it is adorable. So apparently Preston's father introduced him to this software called Blender. It's like a graphics uh, 3D animation software. And uh, young Preston used a uh, load of YouTube videos and uh, passion and fervor to teach himself how to do some animation. Wow. And so he made a Lego version of the trailer, like I said, uh, on January 2nd. It was shared in a tweet. And producers of the movie, Chris Lord and Phil Miller, caught one of the posts by someone on their team that said, hey, look at this awesome animation by this kid who's freaking 14 years old. And... Wow. uh Miller said, we found out that it was a 14-year-old kid who made it. And we were like, this looks incredibly sophisticated for a non-adult, non-professional to have made. (laughs) It blew us all away, including some of the best animators in the world. So they reached out to him and his parents and said, hey, um, not sure if this is legal or not, but we want to give you a contract (laughs) to do some work in our new Spider-Man movie. So... If you've seen the latest Spider-Verse film... I mean, I don't want to spoil. There's a Lego sequence in it. Okay. I mean, and, and, and this young did man this did that. Wonderful. Work. Oh, work. Good. Which is so exciting because as someone who went day uno, I'm talking about yeah. day point five. Yeah. You know how the, the movies are advertised as dropping on Friday, but mm-hmm. you can go on Thursday yeah. for like a little matinee. Yep. And you did Thursday that. afternoon. <laughs> I talked about that. this. Yeah. And that was one of the parts of the movies that was kind of like, a, oh, that's so fun. Look at what they did. Like, mm-hmm. you, because, like, yeah, the yeah. whole, like, multiverse aspect of the film and or franchise or trilogy, I guess, is going to be three or maybe four. Um, like, having all of these different forms or um, callbacks, Easter eggs. I talked about this in the Super Mario yeah. movie, how I went into it, like, give me the stuff 
that a 30-something-year-old is going to get because it's from way back when. And this had, you know, a lot of little cute moments, including this Lego thing, which I assumed was just people over at Sony and wherever else who did this. Not a 14-year-old black future badass animator. Current badass animator. Right. 14 years old, man. Like That's so cool. It is. It is. I just can't even imagine, like, having my gifts nourished and nurtured, really, in that way to where a video you post of you recreating a trailer for a movie you're excited about ends up getting you a job that adults would kill for. Like, it's just... uh, What a beautiful story. I love that for him. The film's doing crazy numbers at the box office. I um, have only seen it once (laughs) because I'm a bum bitch. Uh I need to go and watch it again. Because it really, like, it it was so good. Yeah. It was so good. I mean, it took everything that I think was great about the first movie and expanded on it, plus Issa Rae's in it, which was fun for me personally. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's, it was so good. So, like, to your point, to think as a 14-year-old right. who's, you know, I'm sure this started as like a hobby or like a passion by way of your pops, um, which is also kind of cool and spidey. Like, um, you're like now your work is in one of the biggest films of the of the year, right? Isn't that crazy? Which likely will also be Oscar nominated. I don't know if it's in season. Yeah, probably. So. You might even get a little. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? And who knows? Like, it's. I just love that. I really, everything about this story is beautiful to me. And I have not seen it. Like I said last week, they did cancel my movie ticket because of the air quality. But um, <laughs> my, my nephew's birthday is this weekend and he wants to go. So I'm going to take him and I'll see it with Period. him. So we're going to have a great time. I'm looking that's forward to great, it. That's a great. That's a great. I think a uh, scenario to go watch it in mm-hmm. like a like with a little black boy. Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Like an 11 year old black watching boy. the joy through their eyes and then also getting a couple of jokes in there that are going to be funny for right. you. It's also you know, obviously set in New York and some of the some of the jokes are very specific to New right. York okay. culture and shit like that, which is cute and funny. Uh, so I think that you're definitely oh, going to enjoy it. But this yeah. also made me want to reach out to my younger brother because, or like send this story to him because he was, is someone who spends a lot of time in front of the computer, loves video games, loves a lot of the stuff, same stuff as me. Yeah. Um, But one thing that he used to do a lot on the computer is anime. He, he loved Sonic the Hedgehog as a child. Oh, like, well, who did all the Sonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We were obsessed. <laughs> he loved Sonic, like all of the games, even the terrible ones, which is most of them now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, and one of the things that he, I found out was like a hobby of his was he would make like his own like 8-bit cartoons of sonic Mm -hmm. on the computer i don't know how like me i wow i taught myself like photoshop and like final pro and like all that kind of stuff with youtube when i was a kid Mm -hmm. for the shit i went on to do (laughs) right 
Um, Smart. <laughs> and for him, I was like, if you like doing this so much, first of all, you're good at it. But like, keep it up. Consider that this could be absolutely a career. Post this stuff. Like people, you never know whatever yeah. might happen. And like, here's a great example of that. So. Right. I love young that. people. I really do. And it's a reminder for me. I'm going to make sure to tell my brother if he says something about my nephew, because every time I ask my nephew about like, have you thought about college or, you know, just what are you interested in that you might want to do when you're a grown up? He always says something about video games. Like he doesn't care mm. about anything but video games. Math is his favorite subject in school. And so I, you know, being like the weird hippo, That's hippo, so I mean that too, but like the, the hippie Annie in New York, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, yes, let's get you in a video game programming simulation workshop. I don't know what I'm doing, but you know, he did like robotic stuff where he was on the robotics team. That's and so excellent. Like, and I we just need wanna, more people yeah. in those spaces. Yeah. Like us. Yeah. I agree. So, and I love that because we also, I feel like we're the generation, we're like, I feel like we are the generation that can be there for our kids. Mm -hmm. Where a lot of our parents were more so computers. Right. You need a job. Right. <laughs> Video games. Yeah. The hell are you talking about? Like, the closest I could get was convincing them that I might be on Moesha. Listen, you know, like, <laughs> like I could act. You know, they knew that was work. Do you know what is so crazy? They put me in acting camp when I was a kid. And when I went to college, my only A, my very first semester, was in like <laughs> acting 101. And still, right. when I told my mama, hmm, I'm kind of shit at everything else. Maybe I should change my major to drama. She was like, are you out of your fucking mind? Like... Despite all of this evidence we have of my creative abilities, it's like yeah. black parents refuse to believe that like that should be nurtured because you need to get a so, job. <laughs> what is the truth? And if you're an actor, you're not going to have a job, which is true. But still, like that was what I was good at. That's what I one of the things that I actually cared about. And so, you know, I just that's one of the things I want to do differently with my nephew and that generation of my family is being like, yeah. Whatever creative mm. weird shit you're into, if if white nine year olds can make millions of dollars unboxing toys on YouTube, then you can learn how to make video games. I want to just repeat what you said. <laughs> Fuck that. If nine year olds, yeah, can have look deals <laughs> on TikTok. Because they opened a Captain America figure. Be serious, You can man. do whatever the fuck you whatever want. Whatever your black ass wants to do. Young black body. <laughs> that's right. So that's the energy I'm coming with. So let my brother say something about my nephew this week. And I'll be like, uh-uh. You need to come watch the Spider-Man so you can see this could be him. Also, nothing, not for nothing, hang it up, Margaret. Like, The Last of Us was one of the highest rated shows of the year. Probably going to have an episode that will go on, like, countless lists of best episode of TV all of all time and all that other oh. stuff. Video game. Video game. Yeah. Adaptation of a video game. Yeah. There's all kinds of storytelling, all kinds of, of levels to this tech shit. 
And there need to be more people with our skin and our hair and our eyes and our feet and our back and whatever the fuck else in there making stuff that look like us, that sound like us, and actually more on that later. Mm. Okay. I love it when a plan comes together. (laughs) Um, So this week in our pop culture segment, oh, I forgot to introduce myself this week. Hi, everyone. I am uh, the goddess of pop, Kylie Minogue. You actually did introduce yourself as Cindy Mayweather, but I love two intros. That is also fun. I did. <laughs> I forgot. Why are you Kylie Minogue though? Is she in the is she in the topics this week? Put on. Oh, I haven't heard it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I have not Padam, Padam. I have not heard Padum Padum. I have it's not. It's white people's cuff it. In fact, I thought just now when you but, like, I did not know it was pronounced that way. I've been saying it in my head as Padam Padam because I didn't know what the fuck you was, what they were. Well, it depends on his current situation of your heart. Kylie Minogue looks like, am I crazy or does she look a little bit like Katya in this video? No, she 1000% <laughs> okay. looks like Katya. I'm like, maybe she, I've been watching. Katya made a joke about it already. Oh, I'm did sorry. she really? <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so we all see it. She fully oh, this is fully nice. Trixie had her bent for a second. Like, yeah, last week, you know, I spent the whole week <laughs> shooting that video. I was standing on top of a car. It was hilarious. <laughs> but yes, that is absolutely Katya's aesthetic. Okay. Well, I mean, this is a, a nice song. I can imagine the gays are Kylie really Minogue makes the pop music. She yeah. has been doing it for yeah. decades. That is nice. Like, she is that girl. And it's nice and short. I like that. As well. It's so infectious and catchy anyways. The gays are losing their minds over Yeah, it. yeah. That's the, Those are the only people I've really seen talking about it, but... Yeah, okay. they mean, mean the fuck out of it. But then at the same time, it's actually, like, a good song. Got you. Okay. Um. So this week in our pop culture segment, Transformers, Rise of the Bottoms. <laughs> Needs to go watch that, by the way. MJ Rodriguez. <gasps> My mother... Yeah. Yeah. She's I'm, in obs- it. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. What do we have to discuss this week? Hopefully not much. Let's start <laughs> with shady ass Anita Baker. Let's find out together. <laughs> Anita Baker said, this will be your start. Oh, we. She told Babyface to go ahead and get directly off of the bus. <laughs> Um, so I don't remember if we talked about this or not, but I think we did. A few weeks ago, um, you know, Babyface, who was scheduled to come out and perform, um, on this tour mm-hmm. with Nita Baker, posted news that he would not be participating in the concert after he was asked not to perform so that Miss Baker could have her space and time to perform her show in its entirety, mm-hmm. the message said. Well, the girlies went up. You know, there was Uncle Anatisha going left, Uncle Anatisha going right. Facebook was in absolute shambles. It was just horrifying. For and the I didn't, girls. I mean, I really did not even understand it. I didn't understand the the fever behind it like why everybody was so worked up personally but i didn't really read it as i didn't read it as shade either so but i guess everybody else did 
Yeah, everybody else did, including people that are famous and either have worked with Babyface or worked with Anita Baker or both. Um, so here we are. Yeah, um, it's awkward. <laughs> Anita Baker's Twitter says the following. After silently enduring cyberbullying, verbal abuse, Oof. and threats of violence from the fan base of our special guest slash support act. <laughs> now that is shade. I mean, <laughs> full, like, completely through and through 360 degrees. <sighs> In the interest of personal safety, I will continue the songstress tour alone. Appropriate refunds will be made. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Anita was like, this is my chance. Get gone, sis. There's only room for one <laughs> diva on this stage, honey. Hmm. Um, so, okay. So, for, okay, first baby faces reaction and then okay we can so babyface to that said i'm saddened by the news that anita baker has decided to remove me from the songs just tour it's unfortunate and disheartening to see how things have played out via social media while i was looking forward to the rest of the dates i have nothing but res- love and respect for anita and i wish her the best for the remainder of her tour mm-hmm. so i think this is hilarious <laughs> um i don't know why or how Babyface and Anita Baker touring together became drama. Right. Um, It does seem like a bummer for the fans, though, because I'm sure that if you were excited to see one, you probably would have been pretty excited yep. to see the other. Yeah, like it made sense. <laughs> so to have to you know, have it split down the middle or choose one because of whatever the fuck mm-hmm. led to this Does not feel shit. good. <laughs> Doesn't feel great. Um, also, <laughs> like, I get the whole, I, I lived through Got To Be Real. Fortunately for me, I can say that I experienced that. Mm-hmm. So I understand why this is hilarious as well as throwing Twitter jokes around about it. Mm-hmm. Is also, you know, it has the possibility for hilarity. <laughs> However, threats of violence, who in a good black hell is threatening to whoop Anita Baker's ass mm. over this? That, like, that's somebody Mima. Like, I mean, I didn't. You don't want to fight Anita? <laughs> I didn't see Maybe somebody it, but who's I wouldn't also be surprised. 60. I mean, this is what I'm thinking. Like, if you are that much of a stan or Anita Baker of Anita Baker or Babyface, like, you're not 15 years old. So, like, do you mean to tell me there's a 62-year-old somewhere, like, on face? Actually, maybe. Some of y'all's aunties are a little crazy. Are y'all's aunties on Facebook talking about slapping Anita Baker? (gasps) Are they doing that? (laughs) Have you seen what white 60-year-olds are doing right now that their favorite president is about to do? Oh, my God. (laughs) First of all, nigga, these are 37 federal indictments. (laughs) Get off! <laughs> this nigga had top, top, top secret documents in his goddamn guest bathroom. <laughs> what? Like, 
Mike. And someone, <gasps> Grand Aunt Mildred. Yeah, they are. You right about is that? Is somehow able to TikTok <laughs> threats of violence. So yes, I do believe that someone's yeah, grandma. Damn, you right. Might have said Anita, oh pull God. up yep. to the Denny's. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> Oh, this is so terrible. But yeah, now, yep, you're right. The old people in this country <laughs> are awful. wild. They're wild. <laughs> They're I mean, out of control. Listen, I was like, wow. We've got to get rid of Facebook. Facebook is the reason that it's the over doing. 60s are, are acting yeah. this way. They're, really, yeah. they're it. It's Facebook. That's where they congregate. Mm. Meta, sorry. <laughs> That's their breeding ground. That's where all of this yeah. is going down. I don't think they're... And now they're starting to overlap with Baddies West flips. <gasps> so no, don't give Zeus no ideas. Next thing you know, it's going to be like Granny's West. And it's going to be a bunch of ratchet-ass 70-year-olds. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't give them niggas Tokyo no ideas. <gasps> Oh, oh yeah. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Oh, it's over. We just yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> we just yep. put it into the universe, yep. and now yep. it's it, it's literally in pre-production yep. as we speak. <laughs> yep. Oh God, we did this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is our fault. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know Kid Fury and Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. OK, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. 
But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Let's talk about Jocelyn Hernandez, the uh, alleged Puerto Rican princess. God, what was that? Um, so, <sighs> Jocelyn has a new mugshot. Jocelyn has a brand new mugshot where she once again, as far as I'm concerned, looks like a top secret Roswell incident. Nobody wants to like explore mm, that. Talk about me. that. No, we don't. Um, but either way, she was arrested um, after uh, a backstage brawl that took place at a Floyd Mayweather fight sanctioned by the Zeus Network. And apparently, Floyd Mayweather and the nigga Gotti that he was fighting also got into some weird post fight. Uh, what? what? Um, Jocelyn Hernandez got into a fight with this girl, Big Lex. If you don't know Big Lex, do not fear. Most people don't. Um, she was a member of the series Jocelyn's Cabaret, also on the Zeus roster. Jocelyn's Cabaret, um, is, was a program that gave Jocelyn free reign to absolutely exploit women while also assaulting and assaulting them mm-hmm. and shitting on their self-confidence. Um, you may have heard of the meme uh, Double Homicide in reference to this show. Uh, a comment that was made in reference to an abortion of oh, twins so fucked up. by another castmate. Well, the double homicide comment was made by one big leg. Right. Who was then promptly um, tossed around backstage at this fight mm-hmm. like the little girl with pigtails on Matilda. And... I just don't know, y'all. This is also... (laughs) Nah, I just don't know, (laughs) y'all. Like, I don't know what else to say. Because, oh, she's so funny and send you her cootie cat. And what's the other one? Uh, the grandma is the baby. Oh, The grandma's the baby. Do it like it's your bidet, baby. Do it like it's your bidet. Um... (laughs) And, you know, all of that. But the way that this lady was cutting up and carrying on behind here, my thing with her is that, like, in a lot of the videos I see where she be fighting, she don't just fight the person that she wants to fight. Then she started hitting people who are trying to, you know, separate her. Mm-hmm. She's smacking the security guards. She hitting people just walking by, checking their phone, trying to get an Uber to get the fuck up out of it. Like, she just started hitting Lord. every fucking body. And I also peeped that one stud who used to be on Love and Hip Hop with them thin-ass plaques also running back there, jumping people and swinging a bar. Like, that is very <laughs> weak and pathetic. Um, 
Yikes. But the whole thing was absolutely ridiculous. I think it was hilarious that on um, Jocelyn's uh, booking information or whatever, when she did get taken down to the pokey, she was uh, allegedly listed as white under race. Now, I don't know if y'all did that just for Photoshop funsies or if that really did happen. Mm-hmm. Either way, I laughed. Yeah. Um, mostly because this comes after another altercation that took place on College Hill where Jocelyn got into a physical fight with one Amber Rose after calling Amber a white girl or saying she want to be a white girl or whatever the fuck else. And, um, yeah, you know, you just, I don't know, y'all. Oh, man. Jocelyn Hernandez. <sighs> well, I've been tired of her for what feels like eternity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> that, that I don't have anything else. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say... As far as the Amber Rose thing, I don't remember, but I thought Amber Rose was the one who actually turned that fight physical. But then, of course, we yes, didn't, right? But then, of course, we didn't actually get to see it, which was like, so why are you teasing it if you're not gonna air it? But anyway, um, that was so funny. Like, <laughs> because I haven't watched this season of College Hill or anything like that, but of course I heard about this because it was like all over blogs and stuff like that. Right. So I don't know how much all over BET was like teasing or promoting the fight or whatever, mm-hmm. but I did see people being like, well, girl, if this was Zeus, we would have been seeing it. Well, okay, but... Y'all ain't shit for trying to have this shit up and then you're not even gonna show it. What the fuck? Don't do the don't 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 compare what Zeus would do to what other networks should do. Like, now, me personally, someone who don't watch that show or the other one and don't give a fuck about another shit, I was like, well, yeah, I get it. Both of them have kids that are old enough to see this, um, and it also took place on an HBCU campus, didn't it? Mm. Like with real students. Oh yeah. Okay. So I could see, for the sake of the school, I could see it. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. All right, Uh, you know, it was just the the messy part of me that really wanted to see what went. Of course, it's Jocelyn fighting Amber Rose. Yeah, we all want to see that. Amber's from Philly. Jocelyn, like I get it. Long documented history of (laughs) being violent. So yeah, you know, that was just me being selfish, I suppose. But um, I, I get it. I did see a clip of Big Lex on Instagram live with somebody, some nigga, I don't know who. And I just like, so the clip I saw was short. I don't know the whole context, but he asked her like, so what do you want Jocelyn to do? And she said, Jocelyn need to pull up on me. Like I got a nigga for her nigga. I got security for her security. Like she need to come see I me saw that so that you could see what a real bitch ass whooping is going to look like. So after, after you say that, <laughs> Yeah, I feel like you should have known it was on site with Jocelyn. Her- so I wasn't even necessarily. Were they parking the car? The people you had for her? <laughs> Were they <laughs> in the bathroom? Or are the people in the room with us right now? <laughs> can we? Where can we see them? Because <laughs> she beat your ass. <laughs> you said you was gonna be her ass, but she was it actually- an Uber situation? Did you? Did they get the wrong address? 
Where I thought Jocelyn went wrong was when she decided to just start assaulting everybody else in the vicinity. That's my thing. <laughs> That's where I was like, oh, girl, you done fucked up. But being a I don't even ass, know why they want to fight. Right. I don't, right. Or I don't, hair. I don't know what the beef is. It don't matter, though, because Big Lex invited the fight. Fine. She literally said, so I can beat her ass. So, like, absolutely, y'all should. My thing is. Y'all should brawl. It's these random. Fine. <laughs> It's the jumping shit. Yeah. And it's the you hitting everybody else around yeah. because why not? Yeah. That's like, okay, girl, you can't just go beating everybody else's ass in the pursuit of beating this other person's ass. Like, keep it to the bitch who has something to say about you and leave it there. Like, and and you're right. Like, Amber and Jocelyn and hell, maybe even Big Lex have children old enough to be on social media or to watch TV or whatever else. But like, they are also not thinking about that before they decide to fight in public. Yeah, no, I'm, listen, I'm the last bitch to be like on some, oh, they're fighting. How could I will absolutely dot your eye and cross your teeth. <laughs> and like, so yeah. I, that's not anything to me. I'm saying as far as, as like, producing something for entertainment value. Yeah. And like, you didn't, like if I'm out in the street somewhere and I have actual beef with you and like, and, and we end up getting into a physical altercation, fine. It's an unfortunate thing that happens in, you know, human life. <laughs> right. But like, doing it for a TV show and where it's also then gonna live Online. You know, online forever. Yeah. Like, at, you know, if you're in the street and somebody records your fight, then, like, you know, that's just an unfortunate thing that came along yeah, with it that was not part of the plan. Right, right, right. But, like, when you're actually sitting and having lunch in between shots with the same people that are going to cut up your fight. Yeah. That also, like, right. came to your baby birthday party or whatever. Like, that's, I don't know. Yeah. My whole thing is, like, I get the the desire that like people wanting to see that particular fight oh yeah all things considered oh yeah but it's just the fact that it literally like it would have been in bad taste to show mm-hmm. no i agree that fight i think you're right if it was oh god i try to think of another bt show if it was <laughs> um hmm. what's that other one with the models Never mind. If it was another show, then maybe, but... Yeah, no, not this one. And not on campus. Like, yikes, yikes, Right, right. Not on campus either. When that girl got her shit rocked with that heel in Virgin Islands or whatever, at least they was in that house. You know, I don't think they were... They weren't on the school campus then either. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Something's just... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, girl. Anyway, Jocelyn has since been released from the pokey and... um, you know, posted her. Of course she did. Of course she did. IG stuff and went on about her business. So, yeah, okay. I totally agree with Good you. Luck, you can't girl. be like, well, girl, pull up and I'm going to have, you know, the whole set yeah. of Rhythm Nation behind me, bitch. And we going to do the, like. Right. Don't do all that if you're not ready for a fight. Like, that's that would be quite stupid. And then for you to have talked all that big shit and for her to have absolutely molly you the way that she did is like... It truly wasn't right. Damn. 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 Really? Double homicide. And what is up with her nigga? Oh, I have no idea. Who even is her nigga? 
The one who was yelling with the fucking cornrows to the back who was oh. screaming in her face. Oh, oh, I don't know. Ugh, nothing good, I'm sure. I didn't see him touch nobody for the record. Just, he's <laughs> very aggressive when he speaks to women sometimes. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Anyways. Yeah. Moving along, there goes, you know, the mess of the week. Oh, well, this is kind of messy too. Rapper Gunplay. Um, this dumbass. <laughs> so, this rapper Gunplay, uh, I think, signed to MMG still. Good friend of Rick Ross, Miami rapper, loving hip hop alum. Um, so he got a bit upset with fans because um, he had a GoFundMe page up where they were, he and uh, his daughter's mom, I believe, were looking for help in paying medical bills off. Uh, apparently, their daughter had open-heart surgery in February, and so they were trying to help raise funds for that and receive just over $30,000. Um, that is until some fans began requesting refunds for their donations to the GoFundMe. Now, why would someone do that, you might ask? The reason being because many of these same fans later saw a video of Gunplay gifting the rapper Rick Ross uh, with a very shiny chain. Uh, And so the question of, hey, how? Yeah. Came about. Yep. Um, and that sent a few uh people who donated to that GoFundMe uh, support line <laughs> to get their coins back. Gunplay responded by saying the following. He said, Every single one of you pussy assholes and fuck niggas. <laughs> It came out too easy. <laughs> this is so... F- okay. This is such... Okay. <laughs> Every single one of you pussy assholes <laughs> and fuck niggas that went to the GoFundMe and donated and went and got a motherfucking refund. You never gave it with your heart. You're a piece of shit. You'll die that way. Okay. Okay. So... I'm going to lose you here, but for some reason, this kind of reminded me of the Cardi B and the Ice Spice Annie shit. Now, I don't know. You right. You right. Come on. I want to hear this. Because it's giving like, girl, address what we talking about. Like, like, again, <laughs> it's not to say that you are just outright guilty mm-hmm. of anything right but you know what we talking about why aren't you addressing that now 
I want you to understand the Cardi B thing is not parallel to this. Okay, exactly. thank you because because I was like, uh, I'm just saying how it's are they weird related? to me. They're not related okay. in like subject matter. No, of course not. But like even as far like, or yeah. or even like seriousness. <laughs> what I'm saying is, it's just weird to me that you get like a backlash of something, and then you don't like say anything about this specific thing. Like, because it's not even... Because, okay, this is what I'm saying, right? Okay. <laughs> Let's say, for all intents and purposes, that watch was gifted to you. You found it. It's fake. You know, somebody else paid for it. That, like, there could be all types of reasons why you have a watch to give to this nigga, but not money to pay mm-hmm. for your daughter's medical bills, right? Mm-hmm. If someone is like, hey, I saw this video after I donated this nigga some money, I want that money back because how the fuck did that happen? Right. You can't act like, like, why would you not come back and be like, even if you're like, I'm going to go off on you niggas da, 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 because then you didn't give it your heart. Like, why wouldn't you say, hey, the watch was a gift? Or you don't know the whole situation behind how I got that watch. Maybe I didn't pay for it. Blah, blah, blah. Like, the you, chain? This isn't... Oh, it's a chain. Yes, I'm sorry. Okay. Like, I didn't pay for it. It was re-gift, like, or yeah. you don't even know. Like, how are you just going to come on here and right. try and cuss these motherfuckers out when you know, without saying anything about... Right. What we talking about? Like... Okay. Play us to our face then and be like, y'all bitches are stupid because here is why. <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? I do. Now? No, I even though I do. I just the feel anything like, I just does, feel like not this make does not make sense. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, if if a Because that was not shade. This exactly. Like, this is I just feel like the question makes sense in this gunplay situation, whereas the question in the Cardi situation does not make sense to me. Yeah, but still, to me, I think what I was saying is just that it was kind of weird. Like, I feel like if I were in her situation, I would have been like, why the fuck? Like, to even to your point, where you were just like, Ice Spice look like Annie. Like, Annie look like Ice Spice. Or whatever the fuck. Other way around. Annie don't look like Ice Spice. Annie don't look like Ice Spice. Ice Spice look like Annie. Yeah. Like, that song and her, what everything. Like, what are y'all even talking about? Right? I, I mean, it feels like when you... When you're, like, more vague about it, it doesn't, like, Mm. give you your side, like, any fighting power. I wish that I knew how to word what I'm saying. I feel like Because, again, I don't think that the Ice Spice shit was shady. I even said, like, how? Ice Spice is a cute girl that's talented. Like, how? You know what I mean? But it's just, like, a little weird to me that you wouldn't. I guess and then at the same time, it's like, you don't, ne- I guess you don't need to explain yourself. I mean, this nigga does. But whatever. <laughs> it just kind of remi- <laughs> no, reminded me of that. I see I was what like, you're saying, because you- it's like, you're not helping yourself in this argument. But I think for Cardi, it would be like, bitch, because ain't no argument. Like, you're arguing with yourself. Yeah. Whereas with yeah. this, it is a very reasonable question as to how you are yeah. gifting a nigga a diamond chain after you just had a fucking GoFundMe for your daughter's heart surgery 1,000%. or whatever. Like, that's what where it's not adding up. And so I think you write something like, um, well, duh, nigga, like this chain, blah, blah, blah. Like it could have been 
It could have been. We got some, free jewelry all the time. Da, 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 whatever. Or it could have been, yeah, we had what I think is what is actually true is that this nigga decided to go raise money through GoFundMe for the surgery so that he would not have to pay it himself. I don't think it was like a financial need. I don't think it was like, oh, mm-hmm. we have to. I think it was, damn, this is a $30,000. This is a lot of money. Right. Like, let's see, will the fans help it. us pay for it? Yeah. What I do want to pay for is a chain for Rick Ross. Like, now that's trifling. <laughs> <laughs> that's Rick trifling. Ross, who we just discussed. <laughs> Had the buffalo that he owned yeah, yeah, trespassing yeah, on his neighbor's yeah, property. Yeah. It's, We're not even talking about like some new rapper signed to gunplay who doesn't have no jewelry. And still, if people, you know, right. it would be reasonable. But like, you talk about a rich ass nigga that you signed to. Right. Exactly. Imagine like, girl, imagine buying a brand new. A Porsche or something for Jeff Bezos being like, <laughs> you're just such a great friend. Like, I just. After I was like, Link broke her hind legs. <laughs> and <if y'all... laughs> right. And can like, y'all please help me go? Because my baby has to have all this surgery. It's $200,000. And then you go and spend half a million or whatever on a car for somebody else. Of course, niggas are going to be going to be like, what? It's not adding of up. Of course. He got all mad and cussed people out like it was something wrong with them for having the very real, like, uh, come on, nigga. New slash, new, new slash, quick, quick, quick. New slash. <laughs> people be needing their money. Like, <laughs> and you know that if you could have posted a GoFundMe, help me buy a chain for Rick Ross, you could have done that. You could have done that. But you know good and goddamn well niggas wouldn't have done it. You talked about your sick baby who is genuinely sick. Like, at least you didn't lie about it. But, like, you used your sick daughter to get money and then turned around and spent even more money on something else for somebody. Like, a trinket for a much richer nigga. That said niggas were pieces of shit that will die that way. For Rick Ross. Talk about you never gave it with your heart. You got to be you, like, and the other thing that's crazy about this to me too is, this might is be like the machismo of it. This really might be because did we need to know that you gave that nigga a train? <laughs> Why was that even put online? Why wouldn't you, you just done like, that in secret? No, like none of the we didn't have to be a part of this story at all. You are the one who used your child to receive donations and you are the one who then released a video of you and then tried to justify it like oh well Ross that's my big brother he helped me out when blah blah like nigga then why you ask that nigga to pay for the goddamn surgery uh, and why are you if you have enough money to buy Rick Ross a chain why are you asking us to pay your baby's medical bills people are putting I, something it's towards genuinely yours. confusing <laughs> Like, I feel like, like, nigga, do you not understand times are hard out here right now? And people giving you 20, 30, 50, 100 dollars really means something to them. So then to turn around and see you doing this ridiculous flaunting of wealth for another nigga who is way, way richer. It's just... You have to understand that it's confusing. <laughs> <laughs> and then cussing us out. No, girl, it's not going to work like that. (laughs) And fuck niggas. 
<sighs> y'all want to automatically okay. say I bought it with the GoFundMe money, but like, how you getting your money back instantly if I'm broke? I ain't even assume that. If I spent it on a chain, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you don't have to make all these, well, what if? You can just say what happened. Like, I'm just assuming the worst. I'm assuming that you absolutely had the money for your child's surgery and just chose to spend it on a chain for Rick Ross instead. <laughs> but that might not be true. We don't know. You could have said something though, because it true. don't look right. It don't look right. And I don't know how you don't get that. I do I I do agree with you. My assumption would be, wow, thirty thousand dollars. I would rather not spend that. <laughs> Let's see if the fans will do it. <laughs> and then, oh my nigga, I'm finna get him a chain because that's my nigga. And it's just like I I again wealthy individual like a, a wealthy individual how are you in a position to give this person something so expensive yeah but then you're th- because of the proxy you're saying they're they big bro like the per- proximity of this person in your life led you to gifting mm. them something very expensive but you're still in the position to ask strangers for emergency money right Right. It, it doesn't. Make you it, have it's to. It's really not. The math is not math. And sir, sorry. Rather than cursing people in their deaths, <laughs> you need to like get a dry erase board. Yeah. And start like breaking shit down because people, it's it, not, you cannot. I don't know. Like even and even if you said fuck it, I'm not explaining myself to nobody. You're even entitled to do that, but then to call people out they name for very understandably wanting a refund is where you completely lose me. Like, you don't think a lot of very reasonable people who could use their $50 back wouldn't turn around and do that after you pull this bullshit and then act like you too good to explain what's really going on? Girl. Do you know how many lunches that is? That is gas money. That's like, come on. That's that's these kids need to be in summer camp. They need something to do. They eating y'all out of a house and home because they home all day. Like people need their fucking money. Joe Biden about to have niggas paying student loans again in October. <laughs> people need their fucking money. I don't know what like wow. y'all be going. Y'all be in in too many people's sections at the club. Listen. And I think some of that that the lights from them sparklers and that smoke be getting to oh, y'all yeah. brain. It do. And you forget that there's people out here that like really be needing ten to twenty dollars. Yeah. Especially not to play games with you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. come on, bro. Of course, like if you're talking about your child needing emergency surgery or or something, or maybe even your pet, hell, people be like, damn. You know, well, let me help out because that's fucked up. But like, damn, nigga, like you're not going to use the exact same section of Blue Ivy's internet and be like, here, girl, that's my nigga. Right. Diamonds, they're forever. No, no. Right. No. Like, oh, how dare it's like it's like you mad at people for insinuating that you didn't have the money for your child's surgery, but you're the one who asked for money for your child's surgery. So it's like, yeah, that that's a reasonable assumption. 
This is just weird. It's just weird. If you got money for a chain for Rick Ross, then you got money to pay a, a health insurance premium every month for your child so that you don't have to worry about this no more. Since you're just so rich. Since you're just so rich and the rest of us are being ridiculous by asking questions, you know, just leave us out of it in the future. Just leave us out of it. Since you got it. Whew, Lord. I'm going to just go ahead and leave pop culture there yeah. for this week. Yeah. I was about to talk about Nicki Minaj's titties, but for what? Right. All righty. So that's it for Hot Tops. We're going to take a break and come back. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my <laughs> own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read again that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show so listen guys the next generation of influential black voices can be found on npr's new collection black stories black truths i've been running my mouth about it for a while now black representation in media is incredibly important and i feel like it's in kind of a situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurter to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. All right, folks, we are back. And it is now time for your letters. Mm-hmm. Make it hot. <laughs> yes, it is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the show. Let's see here. Who do we have? Mm. Let's start with Marissa. Marissa says, my partner and I are both women and we have been together for two and a half years and lived together for over a year. This is my first serious relationship in a long time. And before this, I did a lot of therapy to work through a lot of childhood shit and anxiety. Going into this relationship, I knew that communication was really important to me, but I've hit a wall on the topic of money. I work a typical nine to five with a monthly salary and my partner works freelance and makes money in random chunks. 
Last year, it was a massive adjustment since while we were technically a two-income household, her income is not consistent. And a lot of the time, I was working to keep us both housed and fed. We had a breather later in the year when she was working a few great gigs, and she gave me money for rent this year, the whole year, in advance. But soon she said she needed that money for other personal things and that I didn't need to worry because she was on a good run and already lining gigs up for the beginning of this year. We're now in March. Oh, damn, we are really behind on letters. (laughs) (laughs) We're now in June. I mean... (laughs) <laughs> I'm just like, girl, I don't even know why you're reading this. Like, that, I mean, moved on with this. That money is gone. <laughs> and it has not been replenished. I'm oscillating between anxiety from carrying us on my salary, salary and anger from her for not looking for other means of employment. We've talked about money before. And last year when it was getting really hard, I'd asked her to try to take up odd jobs to bring in more income. But she got upset with me and insisted that her primary job was what she wanted to focus on and felt good about. And other things didn't bring her joy or she didn't feel confident charging for her services. How do I bring up this issue again in the most delicate way possible? I do not always have the best delivery because I'm a firm believer in matter of fact, honesty, but I don't want to be hurtful or unkind. Love you both, Marissa. Yeah, Marissa, I too, um, I'm working on that matter of fact, kindness balance. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can't say I'm I'm passing. Can't say I'm doing great. But the effort's there. You know? Remember when it was like, your academic grade, your effort or your conduct. Oh, yeah. Were your, efforts, were your effort numbers? I don't recall getting judged for my effort. <laughs> In school? Yeah, no. Like elementary school? Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, she got a C, but she gave an A effort. No. It was like, you got whatever grade you got and wasn't no additional context. <laughs> We had, like, your academic grade, whatever, would be, like, let's say you get a C. And then your effort, which would be, I think, one to three. Oh, wow. Maybe five. It was a number. Never seen that. And then you got a grade for conduct. So So it would be, like, A, like, you would, what you wanted was A1A. Okay. Because it was, like. Passing with an A, your effort is the highest, a one, and your conduct is an A. But but you could get like a C three D. Damn. I mean that like you're not trying hard, probably because you bad. I feel like an A three A is the most ideal though. Like you barely give a shit and yet you're you're killing this class and your conduct is great. So congratulations to In you. In essence, yeah, that may, doesn't make sense. Yeah. Right. I mean. Or didn't think that way. Oh, okay. All right. But then again. So the. Four. Okay. So so the effort, even if you. So you punished for not putting in the effort, even if your grade is good. That's crazy. I mean, I don't know if it was like punished, but you, was, you just got. But did scored. your grade get dropped? Any? No. Oh, no. Okay, you okay. could literally have like <clears throat> an A and then like a four or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you can have like a low effort and a really high grade. And then some people had like a one D where they would like pass and had great effort or whatever, mm-hmm. but like maybe they talked too much oh, yeah, or they had like slick comments or yeah. whatever. Like, so the effort and conduct real- don't affect your final grade. 
No. Okay. It's just information but for usually your parents to beat your ass They with? make sense. <laughs> I I guess because usually it really did kind of coincide. I can however, see that. With I do. The grade. Like see. if you weren't trying, right. it would make sense if your grade was low. Right. If your behavior was not bad, was not good. Right. It would make sense. But then sometimes I you see. would have like weird ones where yeah. it was like the highest or like the lowest effort, but they'd have an A plus. Right. I can see how this would be helpful, like, if you got a C in the class, but then you got a 1 for effort and an A for conduct. So it's like... Yeah. So your mama don't... That would have been helpful for me. Like, oh, so please don't beat her ass. Like, she really did try her hardest and yeah. this is just the grace she got. Damn. Okay. We also got progress reports for that, too. Wow. I mean, we had progress reports. Just don't but, not get progress. Yeah, but never broken down like this. It was just, hey, it's the middle of the semester and this is the grade your child has. It was the same shit. Effort, grade, conduct, and then like a little wow. blurb of like, this is what this bitch needs to work on because I don't know what the fuck time they think. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, yeah, know. they could put notes and I got excessive talking quite a bit. Quite a bit. Honey. And still nobody wanted to get me evaluated for ADD. Nobody thought, hmm, what should we do about this one? <laughs> same. Finishing all And I was work. worried about them progress reports more than the reports. Oh, yeah. Because that was, the progress reports was when the teachers got to write in. Yeah. The report cards was submit the information, they print that shit out, right. and here's your baby it's the, end of the, it's the end of the year and I don't care no more here. Yeah. <laughs> the progress report was actually yeah. handwriting here is oh, what's yes. going on. And parent-teacher conferences, that phrase used to strike fear in my heart. Because I knew. I don't want my parents and my teacher. Absolutely not. Talking about me? Without me there? No, thank you. No. I don't like this. <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't do that. <laughs> Even them open school, open, what, open house? Oh, yeah. Or whatever the, the yeah. shit where all the Yeah, don't mingle in here too long. Don't mingle in here too long. And... Right. <laughs> Get the... F no, thank you. Yeah. This has nothing to do with this individual. And my mama was a teacher at my elementary school, and I still was sick, so... I had about five teachers. Whether If they didn't teach at my school, they knew teachers at my school. Yeah. Because they all had whatever underground, underground teachers coming. Right. So... <laughs> They did. You know, Even in the 90s, there was no they hiding. did. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, they would literally be like, we can go around the corner to your mama's room. Like, I'm sure I'm not going to have no trouble with you. And I was like, you you really not? I'm not going to shut up. But other than that, I'm going to be a delight. Yeah. So anyway. What was the question? Back to Marissa. How does she bring up, again, this issue with money and her partner and the realities of, like... I mean, Wait. it sounds like Marissa is saying that she's harsh. Or, well, yeah, she's Marissa saying she doesn't always are... have the best delivery because she yeah, is they a believe in matter, matter of fact facts. honesty, but doesn't want to be hurtful or unkind. Maybe practice. Ooh, okay. Like, practice uh, a few versions of how you could say what it is you want to say. Because mm -hmm. I, it doesn't sound. Um, like a crazy complicated conversation to have as much as a sensitive one. Mm -hmm. Um, and I agree. I told you, like, I in the same sort of way where I'm like, oh, but it would be quicker and clearer if I just said the thing. <laughs> but I guess I should dress the thing up 
and you know, you coat it in batter and then deep fry it and put it in some ice cream and yeah. put sprinkles on top and then say it. That just takes such a long time. Yeah. And I'm not good at baking. <laughs> so I'm just oh, like, man, that's real. I say the thing and I'm like, but I do, I mean, I'm not. I'm efficient. Take it maliciously. I'm not. I'm getting it out. the thing. What's wrong with that's the thing. The thing's the thing. Um, but yeah, I have been definitely practicing. Mm-hmm. Uh, myself on ways to approach conversations that I think might be difficult for me or uh, I think that I've also I think I've always kind of examined my output when I'm having dialogue with someone but I you know a lot of times it's in retrospect (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Which is, you know, okay. I mean, I don't just go around shitting on people. Please don't get me wrong. But I'm just like, <laughs> hmm. I, I'm trying now more, even in conversation, to be like, give me two seconds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's real. Give me a minute. Like, because and I've, I've had conversations over the past couple of months where I'm like, I need like 30 seconds to just breathe and dunk my head in some water. I will be right back. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> like, you need. <laughs> and thankfully, you know, you know, my loved ones know that I'm a basket case. So they're like, girl, go for it. I'll be right here, hun. <laughs> Swigs wine. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think that the like awareness is a great first step Mm -hmm. and just maybe try maybe you can even practice with a friend or something who is maybe a little bit more sensitive or Mm -hmm. emotionally in tune on how to discuss it because you're not talking about anything unreasonable you just don't want to be hurtful which I understand and I respect right I think I was actually gonna um, offer that same suggestion of like writing it out and sending it to your most empathetic friend and being like, how does this sound as far as like a realistic conversation that needs to happen? But like, also I'm genuinely not trying to be a dickhead here. Um, Cause it's real. Like the economy, things are wild and everything is more expensive than it usually is. And the reality of the bills is there for most of us. And I know that your partner doesn't want to (laughs) take on these other jobs like oh they don't bring me joy but like a lot of us are out here doing things that don't bring us joy because we have bills to pay and so there's this there's this you know this is somebody you care about obviously y'all been together for two and a half years like this is somebody you are really invested in so you want to be sweet about it but it's a it's a hard conversation so I would also agree with um like I said conferring with like Think of like just your nicest, kindest, most open-hearted friend and bouncing it off of them to see how they feel about it. Or, hmm. You I mean, you know your partner the best. Can you sit down and be like, hey, I have something to talk to you about that's like a hard conversation for me to have? But like, can you just say that? Cause I found that saying, like, hey, this is hard for me to say just kind of opens the door for me to to spit it out in whatever gangly 
weird, not fully articulated, like perfectly processed way, just so that we can start having the conversation. I just came up with an idea. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. Get. I really wanted this to exist in like a basket, but it doesn't, it's not making sense for me. Okay. Um, get like some post-it notes, like a stack of post-its. Mm. And this will be your post-its, your, your post-its of compromisation. I'm going to think of a catchier name. Wow. Compostization. No, I'll work on it. <laughs> but like, <laughs> yeah, they're your compromisation post-its and like I guess I'm saying that because you're going to have to expect compromisation on both sides with this thing um, you want to respect your partner's um, passions and desire mm-hmm. to um, work within those passions like Chris has said um, at the same time Bills mm-hmm. need to be paid with money. And in this real world, in this real in world, this very real, greedy, yep, um, capitalist, soul sucking, <laughs> society that we are in, just draining tooth marrow and blood <laughs> out <laughs> like, of every last one of us. <laughs> sometimes you just gotta do the uncomfortable thing. So. What are some compromises that we can come up with so that we are happy, whole, but also housed? Okay, okay, Dr. Fury, I'm not mad at this. I'll start. Part-time, do-do-do-do-do, whatever, whatever, with a little smiley face on it for morale. And then I'll take that (laughs) morale. Not morale! I'll put it on the table. And then you just like come up with compromises and stick them all <laughs> over the place until you can't think of anything else and look at what you have. I don't know. This is just something that came to my brain in a half of a second. But I'm just like, um, sometimes activities help, mm-hmm. I think, um, highlight intent yeah. and that you're not just like talking to talk um, and can also help, um, help, I think, really grasp like intense through visual aid mm-hmm. or like harvest in- intent um and then like i said you're just gonna have to compromise anyway so yeah. it's like hopefully that can foster this sort of idea of like i fuck with you know you you fuck with me, I support you, you support me. Mm-hmm. Life's so hard and we still got shit to do. How can we both do it where we're respecting each other and not yes. uh, unhappy or resentful or miserable or whatever? Exactly. Com- compost. Nope. No. No. Nope. <laughs> oh, okay. One day. Okay, like that's I actually think that's a brilliant suggestion. I don't know about, you know, the sm- the smiley face, but I <laughs> for morale that might come across as like if you put like maybe DoorDash a few nights a week, bitch, and the smiley face is like mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. That's fair. But 
I see the intention here. And I think that's a, a wonderful suggestion. But yeah, whatever you do, I think the fact that you want to approach it with love and kindness and empathy and not be like, bitch, I'm not paying your rent no more. Like, <laughs> I think that's yeah. that's really half the battle that you're not even mad. You're like, I just want to work this out with my partner. So, uh, you yeah. know, take a one of these suggestions, a combination of them, none of them, whatever. But good luck to you in this conversation. Um with your girl. Sorry, we were a little late getting to it. I have a habit of pulling a bunch of letters that I really like and putting them in a document and then going through that document. And so, so that's my bad, but hopefully we were still able to help. Um, Mm. And okay. I think we're actually going to end the letters right there for this week. If you have a question for us, send it to asktheread at gmail.com. We're going to take another quick break and then be right back. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking about therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. <laughs> of the planet of the apes only in theaters friday tickets on sale now rated pg-13 some material may be inappropriate for children under 13 we have returned to the read we have and now we do the read that's on the read time for that mm-hmm. well mine aren't too serious um are they i don't really remember what mine are do i oh yeah okay so, just a few things. Gonna try and keep it brief, but you know how that goes. One. Um, now, <laughs> big gamer. We all know this. Big fan of Steven Universe. We all know this. Oh, my God. <laughs> we have spoken at length about the magic and the beauty and wonder of the Steven Universe series, as well as the Steven Universe movie, uh, sequel series, Steven Universe Future, um, as well as other extensions of uh, 
the franchise, such as their comics, um, coloring books, and video games. Mm. Their video gaming, for me, really took off uh, back in, I don't remember what year the first game came out. Was it called Attack the Light? Attack the Light, yeah. I'm gonna Google it. Yes, it is. Attack the Light. Yep came back out on your phones and stuff uh, way back in like 2015 or something. Fun, slightly meta RPG starring Steven, the Crystal Gems, Mm -hmm. and a fun little original story. Then it got a sequel, Steven Universe Save the Light. Even more fun, expanded, mm-hmm. new villain. I loved it. New gems to play as. Um, I feel like even the gameplay itself was a little bit different, the RPG nature of it. But mm-hmm. super great, addicted to it, played it, beat it a couple of times. And then another sequel, Steven Universe Unleash the Light, was released in 2019. It was exclusive to Apple Arcade. Now, the game before it, Save the Light, was on console. I had it on Nintendo Switch, personally. Mm, Yes, me too. So... Oh, no. And... I had it on PlayStation. Right. And I prefer to play my games on console, um, especially over mobile. Some mobile games are fun, but that's different. Um, So, I was like, all right, maybe... You know, it's going to be exclusive to Apple Arcade for a while. A lot of times it'll be like a year and then it'll come out on consoles. I'll just wait. I won't make a big stink of it. I waited and I waited Mm -hmm. and I waited. And I knew that I was also incredibly hyped for this game because it let you... I know that Lapis was going to be playable. Ooh. Bismuth is playable. Oh, yes. The characters the real from dyke. the other, mm-hmm. you know, that weren't in the other games. So I'm like, oh, I love Lapis. I want to play as Lapis. Girl, Hush, ain't nobody here for you. <laughs> she swear everybody in the building is coming to attack her personally. She has been chatty today. <laughs> I think they're like cleaning the windows or something. Oh, on the floor. okay. And so she has just been like, the nerve of you to be on my floor. <laughs> you haven't paid the tax. Like, what is her... Anyway, so I set my ass around waiting for Unleash the Light to come out on consoles. I heard nothing. I believe I even said on the podcast once, they refused to port it to console. Nothing. I went on my PlayStation um, whenever I text you last week. Yeah. And they had like, hey, gay, look at all these pride (laughs) games. (laughs) Like, look at all these LGBT games for Pride Month. And I was like, usually I don't, like, click on those, like, here's a sale type things. But I was like, oh, like, maybe there are some games that have LGBT stories or characters that I'm not familiar with. So let me go and look. And most of them were games I had either played or heard of. The Last of Us and... The Last um, of Us is gay? Yeah, last this is gay. Oh. I won't say why, but okay. that's gay. All right. It's a bit of gay, actually. Okay. Yeah. Queer, I'd say, really. Hmm. All right. All 
right. But anyways, I'm scrolling down. I'm like, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I've played that. Ooh, yeah, that's a really good game. What's this? And then I see Steven Universe Unleash the Light. Now, for half a second, I was like, which one is this? <laughs> because they yeah. all have the light in the name. Right. So I was like, "This is this the one I have? But no, this icon looks different. And wait a minute, that's Lapis. What? Hold the fuck up. So I went on to the PlayStation Store, and I saw that it was, in fact, the game that I had been waiting for. And not only was it available to purchase on PlayStation, Xbox, Mm -hmm. Nintendo Switch, and PC. Goddamn. (laughs) But it was released on February 2021. (gasps) Oh, we're very late. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so this read is to everybody who hates me because nobody told me. Um, wow. Y'all are fake. Um, and I just hope that you know that. Really. Where was the information? Two years. I have been waiting. Bitch, I have watched Steven Universe over again since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did I not know this? I pride myself on having video game information of all kinds. I stays abreast (laughs) on game releases. Yes, that's it. How the fuck did I not know about this? (sighs) So I am actually really disgusted with those of you who knew about this and decided not to say anything to me at the same time. Shame, shame, shame on you. It is fine. I've done what I needed to do. I've since downloaded it to my Nintendo Switch and I'm having a great time with it. Amen. Um, Which is also like, bitch, I could have been played this game and beat it 18 times over. It's Tears of the Kingdom season. Who has time for all of this? (laughs) Final Fantasy 16 comes out next week. It's just, uh. (sighs) Yeah. Speaking of video games. It is time for Caribbean Accents Part 3. No, not again. A little video game called Street Fighter 6 was just released. Oh, no. Maybe two, three weeks ago. I'm in this video game. There is a character by the name of DJ. DJ likes to fight with his feet. DJ is also a character who I believe debuted in like Street Fighter 2. He's not in many of them. Okay. Especially when you consider the fact that Street Fighter doesn't just go one, two, three, four, five, six. They go Street Fighter 2, Super Street Fighter 2, Ultra Super Street Fighter 2. Ultra Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo Remix Extravaganza. Like, (laughs) and then Street Fighter 3. So, that's neither here nor there. DJ is a character that is allegedly from Jamaica. Oh, no. Oh, no. This accent has been whooping Capcom's ass for decades. (laughs) And I'm... 
And I feel like, you know, from the DJ that I remember playing old school games would just like wear some long pants and he had like no shirt on or whatever. And he was just like a big buff black guy that happened to be Jamaican. Mm -hmm. Now the nigga got dreads. He has like long bell bottoms with the Jamaican flag like (gasps) emblazoned on each side. (laughs) He's got this wide open like Hawaiian style shirt with the red, green, and gold on it, like fully stereotyping it up, right? And then at the same time, bitch, this accent, honestly, it made David Diggs sound like Skip Marley. I want you to understand that Oh we are in a God. crisis. Oh, it's getting worse. <laughs> and you know, and listen, I think I'm shit at accents. I can't think of an accent that I'm good at. Um, but I'm not being paid to do any. Here's the thing. I'm good at most of them. Sure. Um, I was playing this video game. And as this person was just absolutely, like, defecating on my culture, just a warm poop, I thought to myself, you know what? This isn't just a voice acting issue. Mm. And of course it's not. And I knew that. And I wish I would have mentioned it when we were talking about the crab that a lot of y'all still think is a lobster. How? I mean, he referred to himself as a crab. And he looks like a... Crabs and lobsters don't even look alike. There's there's a tail on one. Like, they're very distinct. They're very distinct. I don't... (laughs) But then also, they vocally say crab, so I don't... (laughs) Like, over and over. So, just a little confused by that. Um, the issue is not just the ability to pull off a reasonable Caribbean accent. Um, you also have to hire Caribbean writers. Mm, there we go. Because even if you can, as an actor, pull off a half-decent Jamaican accent, Mm -hmm. let's say specific to that island, since that's what we're supposed to be doing here. You see, the average Jamaican, not even the average, like, Jamaicans don't speak like 19-year-olds on Fairfax. Jamaicans don't speak like Twitch followers underneath Call of Duty Warzone. Like, so when you are writing your fucking far out rad ass goddamn dialogue for these characters, I need you to understand that it is circus shit. Right. It is. (laughs) Yo, man, no cap. I just like stop this 
it's it's so egregious. And the other thing is unnecessary. Mm-mm. No reason. And you know what? For all of you other bitches throughout time who have done this terribly, one thing I'll give a lot of motherfuckers is this. Most of the time, it's the viewer. It's y'all motherfuckers at home that's ignorant who be calling these niggas Jamaican. Most of the time, these writers, producers, whatever, don't specify an island. They just be like, yeah, Caribbean accent. And someone does something that sounds like piss, and they're like, oh, Jamaica. This situation... (laughs) You have chosen to specify an island when this nigga could have again been from anywhere. Mm -hmm. At least somewhere that you can reasonably write and find a good performance for. That's it. Mm. I don't like, I (laughs) I don't know what it's going to take. Beyonce going missing on hold up slays Sebastian deed. Like, like she could have just done both of these parts. Well, I'm just going to need something to be done about this because I refuse to believe that there aren't people from the islands that write an act. And um, in the conversation of inclusion, mm-hmm. I think now is the time. Hell, I will do, I will do some of these. If like, I, 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 or I will help you find someone. Please. It is just, like, it just blows. Like, it, it completely removes me from performances a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I just can't do it anymore. So, guys, listen. Tighten up. Let's figure something out. Let's just figure something out. Or let's just do... Take us as we are. Or have nothing at all. That was supposed to be a Mary J. Blige reference. Yeah. But I mean, that's pretty fucked up. That's pretty fucked up. You know, I am the meanest, trillest, realest murderer. <laughs> Lord, why don't you just paint them their faces stark black right. with huge red lips, right? And then put them in like a wheat dress. You like <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. and the writing is a huge part of the problem. Huge part of the Damn. problem. Even if you hire someone who has a like believable accent or an authentic accent and then you give them some of the stuff that you are writing for these characters, any one of them with half their sense are gonna be like, I can't do this <laughs> because this is not gonna sound like Either get Jamaicans to come in and write these lines along with Jamaicans to perform them. Yeah. Or get a Jamaican to come in there and freestyle. One or the other. 
But you haven't trying to get a Jamaican to talk like Jojo Siwa. I want you to understand it's never going to result in anything but tragedy. And it's actually offensive, especially from companies older than me with all the money in the world. (sighs) Older than my parents, a lot of them. Grandparents! Disgusting. Yeah. Sure. Woof, mess. Crosses. I'm done. Okay. Um. Well, I also don't have too much to say this week. I was gonna talk about the ultimatum queer love, but have you watched it? I'm waiting. Um, I have the Trixie and Katya watch in my okay. Cute. I'm gonna watch it by that. Okay. So I'll wait then. But just know I have finished. The ultimatum queer love and I, I I cannot wait for you to watch this. Like it is <laughs> when I tell you peak lesbian garbage, it's so good. Oh, that sounds fun. I cannot wait for you to see it. But so I'll wait and talk about that a different day. Let's talk about another lesbian. Let's talk about Brittany Griner. Let's. So uh Brittany Griner's I know what you're gonna talk about. Oh uh, yeah. Back home, thankfully, uh back playing for the Phoenix Mercury, doing a great job, even though, you know, the team's record is not really reflecting that. But anyway, um <clears throat> they okay. were flying. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it is what it is. But because uh, the Liberty are you know what? This is not about the W. It isn't. So the Mercury were leaving Dallas um last Saturday. When a YouTuber who works for Blaze Media, which is a conservative, far-right media outlet, um, his name is Alex Stein, and literally was, like, trying to get through the security personnel that the team has traveling with them, and, of course, recording the whole thing for his YouTube or Patreon or whatever the fuck else, talking about, do you really think America made a fair trade? Uh, giving up the the arms, nigga, the merchant of death for you. Like, I know you kill it on court, but he kills it in real life. Girl, girl, talking about, is it true you had sex with Vladimir Putin to get released from Russia or you fucked his wife and talking about why Britney still wants to boycott America and she hates America and y'all acting like I'm being weird, but she's the weirdo because... She hates this country or whatever else. Now, that is probably in reference to the fact that Brittany Griner used to sit during the national anthem back in 2020 in protest of police brutality. Um, And then after everything went down with Russia and she came back home, she started standing for the anthem again, which, I mean, I feel is extremely understandable. Like, (laughs) I, with that whole, like, athletes and the anthem conversation i feel like mostly is is stupid like the argument that y'all are having about it is very fucking stupid like these are still people and they can sit or stand or whatever they want to do kneel or not kneel as they see fit like that is their right but i can also fully understand why a black lesbian who was locked up in fucking russia for like 10 11 months and who only got out because the United States intervened on her behalf would be like, yeah, I'm a stand up during the fucking anthem. Like, I get that. When Brittany Griner says I'm not leaving American soil to play basketball unless I'm playing for America. I get that. 
just imagine the shit she's been through. So it's, to me, it's very stupid to be like, oh, you hate America. You want to boycott America. Like that's sitting during the anthem is not even boycott America. That's not even what that means. That phrase doesn't even make any fucking sense. Like boycott America as an American citizen who's living in America and working for an American company. How? Like, you niggas are stupid. Like we always knew the ability to make sense wasn't there. Okay. We get that. What I don't understand is the WNBA releasing a statement talking about, you know, this was inappropriate and unfortunate and the safety of all of our players is, you know, our top priority. um, And that Britney has been, you know, allowed to fly with charter flights, you know, during WNBA games, she's been assigned security personnel and, then the Phoenix Mercury coming out and being like, yeah, well, you know, that is technically true, but we don't know why. Like, nobody seems to give us a clear answer for why Brittany Griner hasn't been on a charter flight in the first place. And like, on the one hand, yes, like quite naturally and understandably, this is disgusting behavior that should never be tolerated and like people should not be acting like this. But I don't understand why between the W, the Mercury, Brittany's people, whoever it is that charter flights weren't what was taken from the very fucking beginning i don't know why from game one this hasn't been the case true why the fuck not y'all know yeah like yeah we expect that people will behave themselves decently when they are in public but this is america so you should know better than that Brittany griner was already a highly political figure just because she was tall black and gender non-conforming and openly gay like she was all they already hated her called her a man talked big shit about her before anything with russia went down after all that you think them fucking maga dickheads them republican pieces of shit who ingest fox news all fucking day and make up lies weren't gonna attack this person if they could Mm. Do you not value your fucking players? What's going on here? Like, I literally want to know whose decision was it? How did it come down? Like, just please make it clear to me how charter flights were approved for Britney and the Mercury. And yet that's not what happened. Like, where's the. Come on, gunplay. You asked for you asked for thirty thousand dollars for your child's GoFundMe and then you bought a chain. Like, help me help me connect the dots. I'm not getting it. How is it approved? And yet it's not happening. This has been a problem in the WNBA as the league continues to grow in popularity. There are a lot of like unfucked, unhappy, lonely motherfuckers who take their feelings out on WNBA players who say really heinous, terrible shit to them in public, on social media, in person. Like this has been an issue anyway. It's a, and like the, like the Players Association said, it's always been an issue of both health and safety. Another, because obviously quite like, again, this is all so blatantly understandable. If they are flying on a commercial flight with hundreds of other people, the likelihood that they will get sick from being around all those other people also goes up. The league loses if the whole fucking team is sick. Like, the league loses if games have to be canceled and rescheduled or whatever else. This is something that should have been happened, though, 
if for no other reason than y'all knew people were going to attack Brittany Griner the, the moment they fucking could. So why everybody involved didn't do everything they could to make sure that she was protected and this shit never happened in the first place, I, I fully don't understand. Somebody please explain it to me, break it down, make it make sense like I'm a fucking child. None for me, thanks. I was also going to talk about this story out of South Carolina, but I think I'm actually just worn the fuck out. Did you hear about this? A teacher assigned Ta-Nehisi Coates um, between the world and me for her students, and one of them fucking wrote the school board and was like, I'm pretty sure it's illegal to talk about systemic racism in South Carolina. And now her AP lesson plans have been shut down (laughs) because a couple of white students said that they felt uncomfortable that she was teaching antiquated history and that it actually made them feel ashamed to be Caucasian. And this topic is too heavy to discuss. You are in a high school AP, which stands for advanced placement. Advanced placement. You are in the advanced placement class. Talking about this is too heavy. This the same book that has been assigned in previous years and other students did the assignment on like and and it's not even like, oh, you know, read this book and then talk to me about how systemic racism is a problem and you as a white person will denounce your white privilege. It's not even that. One of the prompts is, do you think racism is a problem in the United States? Why or why not? Like, the point is that you are able to develop the argument and have evidence to support it, no matter what the argument is. Not, "Mm, I don't like this subject matter. It makes me uncomfortable to be white. So I want to talk about it. But that is exactly the direction we have been going in with these dumbass fucking legislators that y'all keep electing to office who don't actually give a damn about educating our kids. I just was like, you can't be serious, man. AP, the whole point of AP and international baccalaureate classes is that you are more challenged than the average high school student would be. The whole point is that you're tackling more advanced subjects, doing more advanced work. What's the point of AP if nothing advanced is going on? I mean, that just sounds like stuff that makes sense. I mean, and now we're just at the place now where you cannot teach racism. You cannot teach like the the effects of slavery in this country because it makes white students uncomfortable. Oh, I feel ashamed to be Caucasian. Maybe you should. Hello. You are a cracker in South Carolina. Maybe you should feel bad. You think your family didn't do nothing dirty or stank ever? Nothing racist ever? I mean... The blood's not on your, it don't have like to, the material. The blood don't have to be on your hands directly for you to still benefit from it. And that is the entire conversation. But any, like if people are running away, away from the awareness of their biases, running away from the awareness of their ignorance, this country is only going to sink even further, even faster. And you see what's going on with their fucking president in this indictment the way they are falling all over themselves talking about, oh, well, actually, if you think about it, a bathroom is more secure than a garage because a bathroom locks and like, like what? Or, this, you know, this is one of 33 guest bathrooms at Mar-a-Lago. Like the odds that some random person is going to walk in there is, baby, if Barack Obama had been caught <laughs> with boxes and like not just boxes, 
to where the 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 archive niggas contacted you multiple times and said, run us our shit. We know you have the documents, bring them back. Not only did you move these boxes, like you had them, you had your your fucking lackey move them over and over again. You lied to your attorneys about what you had, like beyond top secret documents, beyond that. And even Kid Rock, like way last year sometime, did an interview talking about Trump is showing me maps of North Korea and shit. And I'm like, bitch, am I supposed to be allowed to look at this? The answer is no. The answer is no. Let Barack Obama had done some shady shit like that, some blatant shit like that. Please. Right. It wouldn't even be lock him up. They would have murdered him right there at home. Meanwhile, this son of a bitch is allowed. I don't even know if he's allowed to post bail. I don't know what the fuck that was, but he right down the street at somebody's fucking diner doing a meet and greet like ain't shit going on. Fundraising, stealing money from y'all's dumbass country ass aunties and uncles, white supremacists all over the fucking world, raising money in order to do what exactly? Pardon, pardon. Ciao. I sometimes I really can't believe that I am in America right now at this point in time and forced to to take a real critical look at the way this country is running. Because it's an absolute clusterfuck. And I really think, you know, the me of my childhood, I just would have never thought, like I always knew white supremacy, privilege, all that. Like I always knew whiteness was on some bullshit. I always knew that. Yeah. But I would have never thought Republicans would take it this far. (laughs) I really wouldn't have. I really would not. Not the same Republicans who were fighting about uh, parental advisory labels on CDs and like when I was a kid Republicans were the people who were like to the extreme in regards of like abortion and gays and you know <laughs> and y'all are still that that's the thing y'all are still that but you're also right. now you're also now not even pretending to care about being sexually indiscriminate Trump is a known hoe talked about grabbing women by the pussy y'all elected him anyway like it's not even about it's the guise of Oh, we're the proper way and the Democrats are the heathens. Like, no, y'all are the fucking heathens. And and leaning into it fully. I just would have I would have never seen this coming for this country. And it's just I'm not that shocked. I mean, at this point, nothing shocks me, but I just couldn't believe that like he literally deliberately took boxes and boxes and boxes of documents. And was just like, oh, well, I'm the president. I get to keep him. Like, you're just making rules up for yourself. And now he's like, oh, well, I just can't believe I'm getting in trouble for this. Like, I've been doing this all my life. And now all of a sudden, y'all are, girl, this is just so, it's because tired. He knows. It's tired. Because he knows that he has an army of drooling, slack-jawed, cross-eyed, well, knock-kneed white folks. That is true. That will walk into green flames and burn to death <sighs> in defense of this man, yep. you know, wanting to pick his nose in the middle of a, a busy intersection. <laughs> like, that's just the world. That's what we're living yep, in. It is. Really, it is. That's where we are. If he comes out and says, like, I walk into a TGI Friday's, I pulled out my very tiny penis and I just urinated directly in front of some kid's chicken tendies. <laughs> Not the tendies. 
Yeah. Yeah. He literally has people in this nation, not even just white, all colors, cultures, creeds. Oh, yeah. I saw them blacks for Trump. That will run into traffic and say, fuck that kid's tent. Yes. Literally. (laughs) Yep. So, yeah, you're right. <laughs> at this point, I'm like, you know, the world's going out slow, honey. I'm just here. Yeah, it's a mess. Know. It's a mess. You know, the age of pleasure. You want me to stress myself out Her. over fucking Donald Trump and Russia and this Her. this election that's already hell. And like, I hate to even be seeming like I'm defending the Democrats because they are also a mess. Like it, everything Hello. is a mess. The The country's literally on fire. Yeah, it's the age of pleasure, girl. I'm not going to worry myself with all that because y'all don't listen to black people no goddamn way. So so I'm going to take back my black queer joy wherever the fuck I can. Y'all won't be stealing that from me. You can take everything else, but not that. Not my spirit. Fuck y'all. This whole place. It's a fucking wreck. So I'm going to enjoy myself. (sighs) Yes, I am. I'm going to do that. I'm going to go see my nephew, for his birthday, we are going to go see Spider-Man and do whatever he wants to do. <coughs> and I'm going to spoil the hell out of him because that's what aunties get to do. And I'm going to come back home and get right back to my beautiful black life. Y'all are not going to break my soul. Amen. Whew. Mm. And that's it for me, really. I can't wait for you to watch Ultimatum, though. Oh, I can't wait, nigga. We have got to discuss. Yeah, oh, man. a hot, steaming pillow It's garbage. so, so good. But... Um, until then, that will wrap up this week's episode of The Read. Make sure you check us out at thisistheread.com and on social media at thisistheread. You can find our merch over at shoptheread.com. Um, I think that's it for me. Anything else from you, friend, before we head out? And when I'm alone, you are near to me. You have made a home in my memory. There you will abide by forever. And I will give you warm in the night. I don't remember how it goes. Is it I will keep you warm in the night? Whatever. Whatever. Bye-bye, y'all.